This is a Demon FM podcast. Tangents, 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 tangents with Eden and Mimi. Who knows where this conversation's going to go? Hello, guys. This is Tangent. I'm Eden. And I'm Mimi. And how's your week been? Well, he he's asking me because he's trying to make it seem like we haven't spent it together. But <laughs> I know our, our story is going to be both very similar. Yeah. Well, we'll just t- should we just tell them collectively? We've yeah, had, why not? We spent this week pretty much together, um, doing all sorts. It's been a bit of a crazy week. Um, it's Thursday, so it's not over yet. We'll and I'm, say, I'm not yeah. sure I'm looking forward to the rest of it. I'm already exhausted. Um, I'm always tired anyway, so. I could stay in bed all week and it wouldn't make no difference. Yeah, it's actually a student thing. It fully is just being tired all the time. Um, I was on holiday last week. Yes, he was. Fata Ventura. It was beautiful. Um, You'd think Spain, like Spain like areas would be really hot all the time. (laughs) But they weren't. Um, The days were like relatively warm and then the nighttime like... I, I was thinking like, I'm going to be sunbathing. I'm just going to pack shorts. I might bring a jumper, you know, I won't bring a coat. It was freezing in the night. And freezing. you were like, thank God for my leg hair. Yeah, honestly, I was like. <laughs> thermal layer. I was like God's own like kind of coat that yeah. he gave me. That's what, that's what it is, my leg hair. Um, yeah. you, for, for, you, for you guys that don't know, my legs are very hairy. Probably the hairiest you'd ever seen. Like I'm not even monkey. kidding. Aww. I know. I, I know. Oh. I've learned to um, appreciate them now, but I never used to. I used to hate them so much. Um, anyway. Fertaventura, anyway. Um, a lot of vomit involved in that holiday. A lot more than I thought there was going to be. Also, didn't look very Spanish. No. Well, so I went with my, I went with my family and um, my family... My dad's side, we're like the kind of Irish Cornish side. So my family, let's just say they prefer to spend their time at, you know, the kind of pubs and like, you know, you kind of go on a holiday and you think like you get, you want those Spanish vibes. If you're going to Spain, you want to go to Spanish bars and stuff. Not my family. No, they would just want to sit in an Irish pub for six hours, have a nap and then go back. I'm not even kidding, but that's literally what happened. And I kind of be like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if we do this? Like, it was, it was very rare My whole part in my family listened to me. But the last night I was there, I was like, I'm not going back to this Irish bar. I'm not doing it. Let's go to a drag show. And my family, some of, a lot of my family is very much like, yeah, let's go to drag shows. But a lot of like the men in my family, they're very much like, oh, I don't know if that's my vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not very, they're not, they, w- they wouldn't be like, no, I hate drag queens type stuff. They prefer to be at the pub, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But they agreed and they all loved it. They're having a great time laughing and it was great. And I also think um, them having a few, maybe a cocktails or two helped a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think my they don't, loved it. They don't realise what it is though, fully. Like, I think, like my dad doesn't know what drag queens are at all. He just thinks they're, he just thinks they're men that dress up as women. But it's not that. There's a whole performance, a whole persona that they put across. And that's what's like, it's entertainment. It's not like, yeah. it's not like they're dressing up just because they want to be a woman. They don't want to be a woman. They, they're they a man. Well, that's not in all cases. They're, just, they're um, performers. In some cases you do get, there's, I think, especially in this day and age, there's a lot of crossover and it's yeah. getting to the point now where, where drag isn't necessarily a specific definition. Drag is very much what you want to make it as an artist and as a performer. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, like, obviously there's a lot of like subcultures and different ways of doing it, but 
ultimately it's a performance, mm. you know, whether when they're not in drag, they're still a woman or they want, they're a man identifying as a woman, or even if they are actually a female and they want to do drag as well, there's multiple different types of people. But when you are doing drag, it is the performance. And I don't think a lot of people look at it that way. Welcome to our first tangent T- on our tangent podcast, number Tangent. Tangent um, number one. I was one. on holiday in Ventura. Um, drag queens. Yeah. There we go. Um, well, to be fair, honestly, moving on a, a little bit further down the holiday, um, let's just say going to Irish pubs and everything, I'm not a big beer drinker. I don't like beer. Ugh, no. And my entire family was like, do you want a beer? And I was like, it tastes yeah, I'll have, I'll have one. You know it. And then, and no, I'm not a big beer drinker. I think this holiday is solidified that I'm not a beer drinker in the slightest. Um, Tasty cocktails all the way. Yeah. And then because it is taste nice. Like, I, I, w- I want to taste nice things. I don't, like, I don't want to taste beer. I don't want that. No. Um, anyway, moving on. We've got a few things to t- chat with you guys about today. A few things that we think you guys would be interested in. A few things we're very interested in. Uh, do you want to start off with movies? Yeah. So... We're planning on seeing a few films. A few films. A few films soon. Um, I'm so at the, excited. At the Phoenix Cinema, the, there's a little independent cinema here in Leicester. I recommend everyone check it out. Um, it's a really, really good place. Yeah. yeah. You can get some food there, check out some movies. It's really nice. It's really nice. It's very sweet in there, very cosy, very cute. Like, And the, 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 the cinema rooms, like the screening rooms, they are like not as small as I thought they were going to be. Mm. You've only been once now, haven't you? Yeah, they're quite sizing and it's a really nice vibe in there. And it's definitely somewhere to go if you're a film lover because everyone there is a bit of a film buff anyway. So it's very respectful. Like when you're in there, there's oh, that's what I love. There's not a lot of rustling of stuff and crunching of crisps and stuff. I, I get so People, irritated by that. Yeah. Oh and, God, so irritated. Well, I mean, tangent, but the, when the first time we went, there was this one guy, he wasn't getting on my nerves at all, but he just was all in the emotions. Like he, when he laughed. His laugh. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> no, I remember. His he was laugh, like over like, in the oh, corner oh, 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 and he was like hearty laughing at any, any appropriate moment. And I was like, I liked guy. it. No, he looked like he was having a good time though. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but most, most, mostly it's way more respectful than the average cinema. Because we went to see, it was like Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. And that film was very emotional. I remember that like, the entire like last third of that film I was just trying to keep tears back the entire time because I was like I was like do I want to cry like I was like yeah I do want to cry but I also don't want to like get like I don't know when the film was going to end um so I was like if I start crying now and then the lights go on and then I turn around to Mimi and there's tears streaming down my face she's just gonna laugh at me and I didn't want that so I was just like I was just trying to keep it back the entire time but it was a very intense film I loved it though it's my favorite one from last year but we're seeing um there's this new film coming out called Waves. Yeah. And that's... Uh, Again, he's dragging me to another emotional film. And uh, if you've seen the trailer, um, all I need to say is that they play a Frank Ocean song. <laughs> just from that, it. from that, deduct the vibe. Yeah. Deduct the vibe of the film just from the song. Go. It was, it's, <laughs> um, it's very intense looking, um, like a drama, but I kind of, I love those films. Like, I'd rather see a film like a, like an intense emotional drama than like, I don't know, like a Marvel film. Nothing against Marvel films. I think that's just more my yeah. vibe though. Like, I, I don't, a lot of people prefer to go to the cinema to like escape and shut off and just go wherever, but like, I like to go to the cinema to like think and like, feel and just be like, yeah. consumed by like the atmosphere and emotion that's just who I am I think everyone's different though um, I mean you have just started getting into these kind of like more indie films yeah because before obviously like I still enjoyed watching films and stuff but it got to a point that like 
I just put films on in the background, like just films I already knew, just as like background noise, because like I knew that if I put music on, I'd be bopping away and not get anything done. But if I put a film on that I've watched a million times, and it just meant that I had stopped watching films just because I loved it. It was just like I'd lost my appreciation for watching films. So it's kind of been nice because I'm now being like reintroduced to like a whole new side of film and like reintroduced to like a way of watching films that like I hadn't done for so long. So I'm liking it. I'm liking actually being back in the film film zone. Mm, like I, I, was, uh, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't watching that stuff anymore. I was literally just zoned out every time I put a film on. No, I, I, I kind of agree. I mean, like I started from a very young age because I used to, I was a massive film buff, massive. I'm still am, but like, from an early age, like I just started, and I think it really started to me with horror films. Um, my favorite films aren't horror films, but my favorite genre is horror films. And I, um, I remember like my first horror film. I'd say it's not scary at all, but like it was Res- it was like the Resident Evil films because I watched them with my dad, and my dad, and but my mum hates the idea of me watching horror films. So it's, I used to be like forbidden, like having this like sneak watch him. And I remember my mum walking into me watching Evil Dead and being like. Eden, what did I say about watching these <laughs> She's films? She's probably just like, my child is going to turn out to be a serial killer. If he's like eight years old and watching this stuff, like, who is he going to become? I mean, we're okay now. I mean, like... We're, <laughs> I'm we're, not quite the serial killer I, th- I think, think I we're good. I think we're good. I think we're going to be good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Um, but I, I just, I've always loved him. I've always, I think, so tangent number three probably number five at this point, we've just not been keeping track. But my auntie, so me and my family used to do this thing where, um, I'm not sure if you guys know, but there's this game series called Silent Hill. Absolutely terrifying. Really scary. Um, The earlier ones, like the ones on the PS2, PS1, not so much the later ones, but I would literally be like five years old and my my aunt would play them. And like my family would go around uh, my aunt's house and we'd all watch her play it. And while I'd be outside playing Polly Pockets with my cousin because <laughs> I was too young. But every now and again, I'd walk in and like sneak a peek or like watch a few scenes and like watch a few moments. And honest- honestly, something scarred me for life. But I think watching it really kickstarted my fascination for horror and creepy stuff. Yeah. And I think that's why I've always been fascinated, always been trying to like kind of like push the boundaries of what I could watch when I was younger. Like, oh, I can watch Resident Evil, but can I watch Evil Dead? Um, Can I watch this film? Can I watch this film? But then it got to the point where my mum stopped telling me not to because she's like, I can't stop him anymore because he's literally just going to keep watching him. Um, And I just watched all of the ones we had and I started having to go to like the proper indie horror films and like horror films no one really knew about and I had to find those to watch. And then I was, that's how I got really, that's like how my love for film kickstarted. Really, it was watching those kind of like having to like find new and new films to watch because I watched them all the ones that you see in cinema. So, and then I started watching like, um, I remember one that stuck sticks in my head is called Eden Lake. And that film's very messed up, but it's also like the ending so shocking and so like, wow, like I can't, I was infuriated. But I think from films like that, horror films, they most of the time generate a lot stronger reaction than a lot of films would do because they generate fear and sometimes anger and like hatred and like sadness. Yeah. And it's a lot more emotions than a lot of films like a comedy wouldn't conjure up those emotions. They just come with comedy. Horror is very intense. And I think that's where my love for like 
intense emotion driven like films came from films yeah. like Eden Lake and stuff like that that I had to find myself um so that's why like I've ever since I've like kind of moved on I've watched I'm more into like indie drama films and stuff like that and they tend to be my favorite films of like the year um like Portrait of a Lady on Fire for example from last year that's a drama based film um but how is it's always got a place in my heart always What's your favourite genre? Oh, I just don't... I hate when people ask me, like, favourites questions because I just don't have them. And it makes me feel, like, weird. Like, I feel like, am I not, like, opinionated enough? But I'm I'm opinionated. But I just, Definitely. Uh, but I just feel like... I just can't... I can never... Maybe it's because I'm indecisive. Or I've, I forget. I, f- I feel like if I choose one, then I'll, I forget about others and... I'll choose one then someone will be like, oh, but what about this film? I'll be like, oh, wait, no, that one is really good. And like, I can never choose, like, whether it's with films, music or whatever, like, I'll, they'll, and when, like, I change, like, my favourites change and what I like changes and stuff like that. But I definitely agree with you on the whole horror film front. I do love them. I like to, I don't like watching them with other people that much. It's not as scary, Um, is it? Well, I used to watch the first time I kind of like got into watching horror films properly was like sleepovers with the girls and we were like, oh my God, should we scare ourselves? (laughs) And obviously it didn't work because we were too busy laughing at the stupid girl that walks in the house and goes, hello, as if the serial killer is going to reply. And just like really stupid cliche bits in like all the cliche horror films because they were the ones we were watching we weren't watching the really proper scary like indie ones and stuff like that so we were just watching the mainstream ones and laughing at the fact that it's like terrible acting like we so because we were laughing when the jump scare happened like we weren't even watching it so that kind of doesn't really count so I kind of prefer watching them on my own so I can actually get invested in it um, but then again, I don't watch them often, but I do enjoy it when I do. Um, other than that, genre film? I don't know. I very much like a bit of a mix of stuff. Well, and like, this is why I'm going to say this and it's going to be very, yeah. very controversial and no one's going to like my opinion at all. But I really like it and it too. Like them, I know they're not like, they're very mainstream, not very like um, incredible films, but I like how it goes from being a little bit creepy, a little bit scary to like you're probably having a laugh because it's funny as well. Like I like that. I like a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I like depth to it. And although it's kind of like not a great example, I can't think of any others right now, but it's just got so many different elements to it. One minute you're laughing because something funny's happened. And the next, you know, you're back in the horror. Deep, deep horror of it all. Deep, deep horror. I think you're like the film... So there's another film we're going to see at the Phoenix called Parasite. And oh my God, I've been waiting for this film to come out for the longest time. It's got so much buzz at festivals. It's getting Oscar buzz. It's like, it's apparently it's amazing. But it came out in most countries like months and months ago. And then it's only come out in England and like in the UK literally like next week. Because where is it from? It's, I think it's Korean. I think it's a Korean film. And it, but it, I think it was, I think... Came out and, must have came out in Korea first. I think it was out in America in like autumn last year. Now it's only just coming out now. Um, but that you'd like that because I think that's like a genre, like that's yeah. like a lot of different genres. I think it's like a bit of a comedy, a bit of a yeah. drama, a bit of like a thriller vibe. Yeah, see, that's what I like. I like a little bit of mix of everything. Mm. Um, maybe because I'm indecisive, but 
But I think it probably took so long to come out in the UK because I'm surprised it didn't. It like has it only come out recently in America as well? No, well, in America it came out a while ago. I think a lot of it comes down to distribution rights. Yeah, and I don't want to go into that because that's you guys would click off it immediately. It's not very interesting, yeah. but it's like um, every different like region will have to like find its own distribution, yeah. its own way of distributing the film, and like so it'd be different companies handling it. And whereas, um, so that's why you know when like a film might come out in America yeah. and then it comes out in England like about a month after, it's all distribution. And it's not very interesting stuff, but um, uh, it's just it's just annoying. I think, but I think annoying. as well, like uh, we are so. Um, as like a country, I think we're quite closed minded about like foreign films and stuff. Very much like we only want to like people only really want to see like Hollywood stuff. I think that shift is changing a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And I think because there was that one that came out on Netflix that got a load of. Roma. Roma. Yeah. That got loads of awards. Oh, I really. I, I, you just said this film that came out on Netflix. I'm like, Roma, that's what you're on about. I need to yeah, stop. I, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I Because I just haven't had the time. Like, well, I haven't had the time. I'm in my bed all the time. Um, but I've never been in the right mindset. I don't want to watch it until I'm in the mindset where I'm ready to be present for it. Because most of the time I'm just lying in bed and I just put a series on because I'm not actually going to watch it at all. It's just going to be noise and I'm just going to like lie there and think about my life or something deep like that because mm. I'm a student and I will just sleep and think about all my deadlines coming up that I'm not going to be ready for. But um, yeah, so I just want to be in the right mindset when I watch it. That's why I will watch it though. It is good. It's a good film. I think um, I've also, oh, there's another film, The Lighthouse. You like The Lighthouse as well because that's a comedy horror kind of thing. It's more horror than comedy, but it's also like... Should I make notes? Um, yeah, that, yeah. Everybody listening right now should make notes too of all the clever, cute things that Eden says. Like, oh my God, this film. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much more cultured already. It's honestly because I have too much time on my hand. <laughs> yeah, but you use it nicely. Like you, you use it and do cool stuff with it. What do I do? I sleep all the time. As soon as you left my ha- tangent, as soon as you left my flat the other day, yesterday, I went straight to sleep. I literally left like 4pm. Yeah, and I slept until midnight. We, we woke because I slept around uh, Mimi's house l- last night. Well, no, not no, last the, night, night the night before. And we woke up at 1pm together. Ordered like the cheapest, dirtiest food ever. Like off just eat. And then like, I was there for three hours and I left. And then pre- so you just literally went straight yeah, back to sleep. Yeah, I went straight back to sleep. I slept till midnight. I woke up at midnight and then I was like, I now can't sleep and I have to get up at like nine to go to my lecture. Mm. I was like, why did I do that to myself? So then I stayed awake till like 5am and then napped, which was, I should have just stayed awake like for the rest of that time. Yeah. Um, Because then I napped for like a couple of hours and then it just made me feel really groggy. And then I woke up in a bad mood. Mm. But I'm better now. I'm now like properly like awake. I'm better. Anyway. I'm, I'm reformed human being. Yeah, I'm actually like acting like a human being. Now, earlier, I was glaring at people just because they were doing something I didn't like, or I was about to, like I was walking past this group of people, and they, and it got to the point like on my entire walk, I just felt like I was moving out the way for everyone. Like everyone was just like walking at me. No one was moving out the way for me. And I got to the point that I was finally on campus, and this group was walking towards me, and I was like, if they don't move aside for me I'm actually gonna flip like I, I just wound myself up about it because I was in a bad mood so I've, I've 
really like shoulder barge someone because I was so angry. I could have cried. Like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I was just being dramatic, but... <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, she That's has issues. That's a, that a whole lot. What a, what a story. <laughs> um, well, moving on to the next thing we wanted to talk about. We thought we'd yeah. let you it a little bit more into our, our lives. Our secret lives. Our secret lives. The secret lives of Mimi and Eden. Um, we are big fans of going out, as you may know. We go out quite a fair bit. We were very, we're very you, social listen, creatures. Yeah, if you listen to our radio show. You would know, yeah. You would know. Um, we have all kind of mishaps on there because we get talking about stuff we shouldn't be talking about yeah on a radio show but yeah i think on the, on the podcast it's okay you know it's, it's a little bit okay we'll dive a l- deep, a little bit, little dive, bit deeper. i can't um, speak we'll dive a little bit deeper i think we're just like i said we're very social people we have a really nice big group of friends yeah. and they're all lovely people too <laughs> he's just bragging like we just have so many friends <laughs> no, and we have to go out just, every single night because know. we have so many of them we have to no, please them all and I, hang out with them all the it's time it's more i'm more mentioning it because if they're listening i want them all to know that i appreciate <laughs> I them very you. much and i love you all <laughs> and i love you all very very much um but they're all great and we just i think that's just what you do when you're when you're a uni student and you're social and you want to do something you want to hang out with friends yeah you either go to their flat and eat <laughs> or yes. you go out and you just go out you just go out 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 and um we also as a big group go to a few raves um now i don't know I feel, you, I feel like most people know what a rave is. If you don't know what a rave is, imagine going out on a night out, but times that by 10, there's way more people. Lots of gun it, fingers. It's a lot longer. Um, the music's um, different slightly. Not Very all the time. Very different. It depends, where about, it depends what club you go to. Um, yeah. But they, You're not going to hear indie music. You're not going to hear R&B, R&B. Most of the time. You, you the, get, like, and if it is a little bit like... R&B-ish it will still mostly be like got bass line in there drum and bass techno, techno house I I have a soft spot for house I think drum and bass is probably my favourite but house is very close second yeah. I do love house house has a bit more like vocals in it so yeah like that's why I, I, like, I like singing yeah, along yeah you can sing along to it a bit more drum and bass you can a little bit yeah but the rest the rest of them they're, they're more focused on the noise the sound <laughs> the, the noise the, the noise <laughs> we've got our group we I don't know how we find the money to be honest but we've got so many festivals and so many raves coming up um, the one so my birthday's in May and I think the one I'm most excited about the one I'm really really looking forward to is, is this um, rave called Forbidden Forest and um, I went last year for my birthday and um, it was so good so so good it's like Imagine like so it's like a, an entire forest and like loads of different stages and you can w- like walk around and all the yeah. lights are really cool. Like I love. Like, so it's kind of like a festival vibe. It's like a festival in one day. Like everybody gets proper dressed mm. up. They're c- like rave festival clothes, and it literally is out in the forest. Big stages everywhere. Yeah, literally, like, I, quirky little things happening. It's beautiful, things. and it's just like a nice vibe, especially for your friends. And it should be quite warm because it's it's on the other side of spring, closer to summer. The only thing is, though, like I, I'm honest, like I'm going to be completely honest here. One of the things, main reasons I love about raves and stuff, I just love the effects. I love like the lighting. Oh, I love like strokes. the smoke effects. I love like the, uh, I love like the like the decorations and like the atmosphere. And that's why I love Forbidden so much because the, the flashy white lights, like oh. Forbidden's atmosphere for like lights and like just like the trees and how everyone like the fact you're in the middle of a forest and you feel like that that kind of foresty vibe is unparalleled like oh it's so good 
And then we're going there for my birthday. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, we're going actually this Saturday. There's a Beast Wang, um, which is another like, rave company. That's like pretty much in Leicester mainly. Um, and Shy FX is going to be there. You love Shy oh, FX, Shy FX was like my first kind of taste of raves. Because yeah. I was like, even before I met you and started going to raves and stuff, I really liked Shy FX. Like, Gold Dust. Oh, that hit the spot for me. That song, was yeah. that was a song and a half. I love I love Goldust. Every time, it, like that was a song for like my friendship group from home. Like that was kind of a big summer song for us. So for me, like although it kind of it's one of the more mainstream ones that everyone kind of knows, um, but it has a little special place in my heart. And I the way I feel about music is often because of the memories that come with it. Yeah. So f- for Gold Dust, it's very much like being going to festivals with my girls, road trips, stuff like that. That kind of just like complete euphoria because you're so happy because you're with your favorite people doing something so nice and you just feel great then. So now I'm feeling great because I'm just reminiscing and think. Another song, tangent, another song that makes me feel exactly like that, which I actually probably wouldn't even. Wait, can I get us? Let's see if I could get us. It's not. It's it's not Shy Fex, is it? No, no, no. It's not a rave want, song. Oh my god! I, I was gonna guess a rave song because I know one of your favorites. Okay, we well can guess the rave song afterwards. This is like a, so weird, but like, um, it's a George Ezra song. What is it called? If, if you say Shotgun, I'm actually gonna Shotgun. Oh, it's Shotgun. No. It's disgusting. No. I hate myself for it. I hate no, that. Like, I... When I so when I first heard it because I actually do like George Ezra, and I remember yeah. when I first heard it, it was like literally when it first came out, and I was like, oh, this song is kind of like a summer jam. It's quite cute. I yeah. quite like it. And this was before it actually got popular. And now, side note, I am not one of those people that's like, when it became oh, mainstream, mainstream, I hate I it. Can't do it I'm anymore. not. Yeah, yeah, no. But they overplayed this song so yeah. much. It was everywhere to the point where it literally just drove me absolutely insane. And now I hate it. Well, yeah, well, I'm the same. But the thing is, like, that song was one of the songs that we play in the car journeys to the festivals. And we'll play at the festivals and we'll play on road trips and all this kind of stuff. That was just one of the songs that for some reason we were obsessed with and we always played. And although I literally can't listen to it unless I'm drunk. Like, I won't listen to it, like, just for fun. Hmm. It will be because, you know, I'm out with people and it's, like, on at the club or whatever. But every time it plays, I still, like, get all fuzzy and, like, warm-hearted and stuff like that. But it's just such a... It really annoys me. Every time it plays, like, my face drops. I'm like, can we go to a different, like, area, like part of the club now, See, please? but mine doesn't because I'm like, just thinking, oh... I'm going to the toilet or yeah. I'm going to the bar. I just like, think of my friends back home and I'm like, oh, it's cute. But it's not because the song's cute. It's just because the memories are cute. I think. Um, okay, what was the song you were gonna guess anyway? Afterglow. Afterglow. To be fair, every like time that comes favorite. on, I, my eyes go really wet. I'm like, yeah. Every time that comes on, <laughs> I want to cry. There's certain like there's certain songs like at raves that make me really like. If you go to raves, you know, like no matter what DJ's on, no matter like whoever's playing, there are certain songs that will like overlap between DJs and like, people play because they're just so popular and everyone loves them. And there are songs like Afterglow, for yeah. example, and it always makes me want to like tear up a little bit. Um, I just love that. I love I love those kind of like songs that raise. I think the best DJs for that is Hybrid Minds. Yes. Like Hybrid Minds, oh. they, like their sets will always just make you want to cry. Like they're, everybody's they're so on everyone's shoulders. You've got your lights up in the air. You're swaying. You're crying. And, and you kind of just, it's nice relief because when you go to a rave and there's lots of different DJs, most of the time you it's are like heavy. Heavy, like, like you're dancing, skanking. You are all over the place. You're about to die because you can't breathe anymore because you're dancing <laughs> so hard. And there are so many people yeah, and you're and being <laughs> crushed. 
pushed and it's someone's elbowing you in the face but you can't really feel it because you're just there like you're so in the moment you yeah. can't then you like, you kind of like leave and then like when you're out of the crowd you're like ah oh, my face is someone help yeah. elbowing me in the face didn't they that, that happened then when oh, you're in there, it's like the adrenaline and like being in the crowd yeah and you walk out then you go home the next like go home we'll sleep and, and you everything wake up and hurts everywhere you got like, bruises everywhere happen? everything hurts your head hurts your body hurts like no what happened to me because you don't feel it in the moment you're so absorbed in what you're doing and so absorbed in the moment with a little bit of help of some special juice um that you literally like n- anything could happen and you're just like so in your head and so mm. in the moment that you, you See, don't, I even don't realize i don't really dream much raise i just i prefer to like just enjoy the moment and also like if you if you go to raise you also know how expensive any forms of alcohol any any yeah. drink you want to like you want to just want a normal coke you want like a lemonade have fun paying five pounds just lemonade it's yeah. awful so i just kind of like yeah you don't I'm like, for that. like that for like a 10 hours i'm just like not eating and i'm not drinking i'm just well to be fair there's it's rare, like this rare like raves have food but like we went to a rave you weren't there unfortunately because you, you couldn't come but it was new year's day and we, we went to rave with a group of friends and there was a food truck there and i've never been so happy to see food yeah my entire life because i was like i can justify spending like obscene amount like insane amounts of um money on like a burger but i cannot justify spending insane amounts of money on a lemonade yeah just because you can just get water for free because i'll give you tap water because like we don't want you to like pass out and die yeah but anything else anything luxury you can't have your luxury lemonade sorry that's five pounds i'm like no but it's like seven pounds for a burger i'm like yes but i also feel like when i'm at those like really long like day raves and stuff i just don't feel the need for food i think you're just so wrapped up in like the moment that yeah like as soon as we're out the the uber home mate i feel like i'm dying i'm out the rave i'm in the uber home like eating my like like, arm literally give me food give me like more than a tiny plastic cup of water and you can't you can't bring in food with you like like, if you could bring in food with these raves i'd have my my i'd bring like because i always bring like a little bum bag of my wallet and my keys and everything because you you kind of have to because one of um, one of our friends that we go to raise with, um, she literally had like a phone stolen out of pocket. I'm pretty sure. So now I always bring a bum bag yeah. and I always put all my stuff in it. But it would literally just be filled with food if I could like bring in food. Yeah, in but it's because people bring in stuff they're not supposed to. I'm gonna hide my knife in my burger. Well, I don't think that's the necessary. I think that, I don't think that's necessarily the reason. I'm pretty sure it's made. People to- bring knives and all kinds of stuff into things like that. What? Obviously, it can't happen because there's security. Though. I know, but I'm just saying, like they they can't. You can't bring stuff in. Yeah. Has, like, there's certain rules and regulations. Unfortunately, they're kind of strict about well, it. Well, not unfortunately for like knives, but unfortunately for food. Yeah. And drink, honestly, but, I'd be bringing my own lemonade. Yeah, but like security isn't as bad at like little ones. Not not bad, but they like are a little bit more relaxed. I, you still couldn't bring a burger with you. Oh honestly. yeah, yeah, no. I'd be going Mackey's, getting a made chicken, and then eating it at the rave if I could. <laughs> Being there, like dancing away, just stuff. And no, your actually, face. That's like, I, I bought sweets to raise before. Like I went to oh, one rave yeah. I went to, I had like rainbow belts, and I and I love rainbow belts. So I was literally just dancing, eating rainbow belts, and everyone's looking at me like really weird because no one, you never see that. Like you never yeah. see someone eating like rainbow belts at a rave. Because I'm just so quirky. Just kidding. Uh, I'm just hungry. Yeah. So I, I guess they just let day. you in with because we took lo- you took lollipops to Forbidden Forty Two. Yeah, and like so it's just sweet. Like strawberry laces. Like, that might be that might be a life hack. Life hack. Life hack segment of the show. Because you got to keep up. Your, like 
if you're if you're if you're not drinking because you are keep like, up your sugar levels, you got to keep up your sugar levels because you're not drinking because it's so expensive. Get that glucose. Like, I needed to stay awake somehow, so I'm just gonna bring in sweets and give myself a sugar rush. Um, what other what other raves are coming out? Oh, Foreverland. Oh, I'm so that actually looks really really good. That's in Leicester, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mackie G, love Mackie G. I've seen him before already a few times. I think Mackie G is really good. And like Foreverland, for you guys that don't know, they have like little themes and like it's their like space theme, isn't it? This one's time. cosmic theme, so I'm really looking forward to that because I just <gasps> it looks so cool. I, I just love like I'm not even kidding. Like, and if if I'm at a rave and confetti goes off, it's it's oh. kind of going down in my head. I'm like, well, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I just love it. Um, or like any kind of cool effect. So it's like if the entire like like venue is like space theme and there's a confetti, I'm really going to be in my element. They have like, from the pictures I've seen, like they've got like blow up things as well that the crowd like can like... Push. Push. Bosh. Mm. Smack. There's Hit. also, um, me and Mimi are going to Amsterdam in April. Oh, yes. For boy. a rave festival. And Foreverland is actually, I think they have like a venue takeover there as well. Oh, cool. I'm so excited. Um, but I'm kind of scared. So we've, so I'm like one of those people that's like, you know what, I'm, everything's an experience. But we really we, we have a coach. The coach is like a 12 hour coach journey, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know how so we're going to, how we're going to hack that. I'm quite sleep. like, my bladder doesn't like to wait. When I decide I need a wee, I'm kind of like a There's child. I'm like. On the coach. It also makes me a little nervous, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, what if I fall down? <laughs> I just get dropped on the road and then left behind. It's, it's, it's done like late night, so I think the idea is you're supposed to sleep in them when you wake up. Yeah. And then we've also like we haven't booked a hotel necessary. We're staying at a hostel because it's really really cheap. You say you're really students. worried about. I'm that. not worried. I'm worried about like I've never been to a hostel before, and I'm not necessarily worried. I'm They're more like not a big deal. They're actually really like the. It's more of a community. People like people that stay in hostels. I think that could be cool. Especially, well, for this one, it won't be like the normal hostel experience because I can guarantee the majority of people there are going to be people going to our festival. It might be cool to so, meet people there. Though. Yeah, that's what it is. It's all about meeting people, being in like a communal like room where you got to share bathrooms and stuff, but it's not, it's like they're all cubicles of showers and stuff and then bunk beds that mm. you, but it's kind of cool. You can stay up with them, have chats with them. Um, and everyone's kind of like, because they know they're going to have to spend the next couple of days with you. And people aren't horrible anyway, most of the time. I think, but, the, I think the thing I am nervous about is, so on the website of like this thing, I'm um, something break, they, there's like a, so it's like a kind of like a rave festival at night time so during the day you can do what you want and you kind of like have your own vibe like explore Amsterdam and then during the night you go to all these festivals and all these raves um, I was looking up apparently there's like seven venues a night yeah and I'm that makes me nervous because I'm really bad at navigating and I'm bad at geography so I'm supposed to be running we're like we're supposed to be running around like Amsterdam between seven venues of like people like playing and just late going, at night like, in the dark late at night kind of like running around and trying to like, oh where do we go we're going here we're going here like it'll be fun but that's we're so I'm gonna get about. lost and end up in a ditch somewhere I know it's like it was like walking if you don't hear from us again after April. We are probably still in Amsterdam trying to find oh, we're the We're stuck venue. in Amsterdam somewhere. <laughs> trying to find like, where is this thing going? Probably working because we've lost all our money. Mm, that's one thing. Another thing I'm worried about is money. I'm not very responsible with money when I'm at a festival, out of rave. Like I said, I, actually, I, I'm just, like, that's a bit hypocritical because I did say earlier, oh, um, I don't, like, when something's expensive, it was like, right, so here's my philosophy. If I go to a rave and it's £5 for, like, a lemonade, not happening like but if i go to a rave and it's like and the drinks are relatively cheap 
then I'll just like spend so much money. Yeah. So that's what I think. If, if anyone, if anyone's listening to this and you um, manage reviews and you're you're in charge of prices, make your drinks cheap because, because people, people buy, buy more tons of them, of them and then buy more. And that's just I think that's just smart. Or like food, if like oh, if food is expensive, I know I did say I could just buy spend seven pounds on a burger, but I'd have to be really hungry. But if food is like cheap, I'll buy way more food and I'll like spend way more money. So I'm not very responsible for money with that sense. But um, I think it's more like being there for five days and having to buy like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I can do like I can spend on, on a burger, but it's like. I tend to like, I'll be like at a restaurant and be like, oh, I can afford like this most expensive like item on the menu. And then the next day I'm like, well, guess I'm not having breakfast today. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had the fillet steak and I don't know why I did that. Um, why did I do that? So Literally, as a student, I'm already down to like one meal a day because I'm trying to save up to go on this damn holiday. <laughs> like I'm trying to save money because Eden's always bringing up more raves. He's like, there's this rave, there's this rave. Oh, there's this one. And I'm like, just looking at them like. I'm very on it. I think I've literally, I've subscribed to everything. I'm like, I would get all my email yeah. updates. I get all my Facebook updates. Like everything's on Instagram. Because every day I'm like, oh, this looks cool, guys. In the group yeah. chat, this looks cool, this looks cool, this looks cool. This so cool. for me, a student with literally no money, seeing this every day is like consistent anxiety. Like, because I want to go to everything and I want to do everything. But I know I'm not going to be able to afford it all. I'm just so, lucky I've got a job, to be fair. I'm, I'm just I'm just skimping and scraping in other places. One meal a day, that'll do me because I sleep the rest of the day. <laughs> well, I'm a bartender part-time, so I kind of get most of my money from that, fortunately. Um, and... You know what? Sometimes I'm at work and I'm like, you know what? This is this is okay. This is gonna pay for my next rave, so we'll be we'll all be good. And then other times, you're like, take out. me home. Why yeah. am I here? I I'm not I'm not one of those people that has a bad work ethic. I I don't mind working. To be fair, um, I prefer like I actually like, and that's why I'm always on time for my deadlines and stuff with unis because I'm actually really interested in what we're studying. So it's I I actually like like doing the work. <laughs> the like lesson to learn here, kids, is. Attend all your lectures. Exactly. All of them. We had an email about it today. They're compulsory, apparently. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what else do we have to talk about today? See, we could just go on tangents all day, but then when it's, like, when it's time to actually think about something to talk about. Like I know. Well, we like talking about like film and music and stuff, but... Or music. Or listening to anything new. Should we check what's going on? Um, actually, talking of music, my little brother, he's 13 years old, and... Okay, it doesn't sound like this is going to be related to music, but it will be. Just stay with me. He's 13 years old and we have my parents pay for Spotify Premium. No one has ever had the password but me because I stole it. That's right. I stole Spotify Premium because it started off being like a family thing. And then I realized that I can't, like without upgrading to the more expensive one, I can't play music at the same time as someone else is playing it. So I was like, right, I need to, you know, do something pretty shifty and like steal Spotify from my family. So <laughs> I kind of changed the password secretly. And then now it's just like my Spotify, which is fine because we have like Amazon Prime Music and stuff as well. And I was the only one that really used it, apart from occasionally when I'd be listening. And then for some reason, they just wanted to use it. So now my brother's got this new phone and apparently he didn't have to have the password to sign into Spotify which I don't understand but he's now tainting my Spotify all I can see in like my recently played is grime and UK rap and I just can't deal with it it's like not even like 
it's not the kind of music I listen to at all. And yeah. it's just it's just annoying that I have to look at it. <laughs> I um, am independent and I pay for my own Spotify. Yeah, okay. Um, well, this was like since and... I was like 15, I would start paying for it myself. But when it's already being paid for, then I'm not just going to offer. I'm just going to be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I love Spotify. I absolutely love Spotify. I love like, it's... I make so many playlists for like literally no reason. I'll just be bored. I'm like, I'm going to make a playlist. I've got about yeah. like 20, 30 playlists. I only really listen to like four or five of them. But like, so what I tend to do is, so I have my going out playlist. So it's like, I'll play it. Like if we're doing like a little bit of a pre and we're all meeting up at like, like a flat, out, uh, out. like going like I call it out, out. And that, that's what I'll play while we get ready. I also have like, but then if I have songs in general that I like, mainly like indie music, indie pop, because that's my kind of vibe. I add it to my, um, so I do my playlist by seasons. So right now I'm on winter, no, I'm on winter playlist number two. And then I'll be on spring playlist number two when spring happens and then summer playlist number three and then so on and so forth. Um, I can't believe it be three years of Spotify. Three um, seasons. I've been doing that three, um, three years of seasons. So that's really? like three times um, four is 12. So that's 12 playlists of my music. That's a lot. You need to relax. I mean, I've got even more than that because I've got like an old music playlist full of like older tunes. And then I've got a tearjerker's playlist full of sad songs. Oh, we've all got one of those. We've all. I think everyone's Guil- got one of those. Guilty pleasure. To purge the, purge the emotion too. Yeah. Just release it. Get it all out there. Listen to some sad songs. Make yourself cry so that you don't feel the need to anymore. Make yourself. And on that note, this <laughs> let's is the tangent. N- let's, <laughs> let's not talk about the crying anymore. Yeah. Or was that what you, the tangent was? More talk about crying. More talk about crying. I think the tangent was Spotify. I see, I can't keep up with the tangents anymore. Okay, let's just go back to Spotify. There's tangents in within tangents. Yeah. We just <laughs> we're out of control. Tangents oh. within tangents, literally. We need to sort sort ourselves out and make sure we focus a little bit more on where I this think is going. This would be good though. Every every podcast that goes power, you will see the progression. You will see the you will see the maturing. Mature mm. maturation. I think it matures. You will see the maturation. It, what's the what's that's the, not even a word, but I'm going to use it anyway. What it is maturation. Maturation, yeah. Maturation, yeah. It is a Not word. maturation, maturation. Well, yeah, you just said it wrong, but it's still a word. Maturation. Just because you said it wrong, because you're an idiot. <laughs> maturation. Maturation. Um, word of the day, What's guys. What's the opposite of that? Because that's that is how this this is going. It's not getting mature. Immaturation. It's immaturation. That's what it is. It's is that disgusting. a word? Probably not. I'm gonna double check. I'm gonna have a look at it now. <laughs> Reese is like, please just stop doing. Immaturation. <laughs> okay. Immaturish. Immature-ish. Um, That's a word. Okay, no, put it away. No, I put think it, away. it is. Oh god, this is chaos. Here are all the possible meanings and translations of the word. <laughs> Maybe not. Eden. I'm not sure if it's Oxford. I'm not sure if it's Oxford Re- standard, but it's <laughs> definitely. Has to edit this. <laughs> right. So Spotify. <laughs> Reese is just in the back, like I'm crying. Um. Stop being so immaturacious. <laughs> immaturacious. <laughs> Okay, back to Spotify. Let me live. You're annoying. I've been, right, I've always said that I like jazz, but I don't like, I don't often just listen to it on its own, like Mm. the the good jazz. Like it's often incorporated within playlists or it's modern alternative jazz. 
Yeah. Got it. That's what I'm um, going to call it. It's not really like it. it it's just m- modern music that has like taken its inspiration from jazz. So it's not really jazz. Um, but recently I've been like deep in the jazz, deep in it. And it's kind of embarrassing, but I also don't really care that much because I think it's such an underrated uh, genre. But tangent, um, I was watching, you know, it was like 4am and I was watching, what are they called? Stand-up comedians. I was watching some stand-up comedians and this one stand-up comedian was telling jokes about like radio and like different kinds of music. And he basically just slaughtered jazz lovers everywhere. Like he was so horrible and I was so offended. Like I can take a joke, I can take a joke, but he was so horrible to jazz. I feel like it's just because he's so uneducated. He doesn't know jazz. He doesn't know how like I know. He doesn't know jazz. How dare he? Well, I think the overall lesson is listen to what you want, live what you want. If you're not hurting anybody, you know what? You need to go and you need to do you and you need to live your own life. Deep chats with Eden. That's what this should be called instead of tangent. I feel like I feel like now we've called this show tangent. It's now given us like the rite of passage to, to just talk go on tangents twenty four seven. Well, I think now the audience knows what they're getting into. Just a massive conversation, but hopefully an interesting and thought provoking. It kind of means that you can listen to it like on the way to uni, like, like or whilst you're doing something else, like you're tidying up a little bit. Because you can kind of tune in and out, like because if your brains work like ours, you're just at one hundred and twenty miles per hour all yeah. the time. So like, like you could be tidying up and then you take an earphone out because one of your flatmates is trying to talk to you, and, and then, then you, you put it. In, and you have like, to be polite. Going on? <laughs> you, you can put it back in, and you can kind of like tune back in again. She's like, "Oh, we're talking about this now because we're never talking about the same thing for long." Okay, that's boring. Who wants to listen to that anyway? I, I know I done. don't. Yeah, I think we are. I think I think we're done here. I think we're done for today. We're done for this. <laughs> this has been tangent with Eden and Mimi. We hope you enjoyed listening, and we shall see you soon. You'll you'll hear us because we can't see you and you can't see us. That's not how this works. Okay, shut up. Okay, let's go. Okay, Okay, okay. bye. Bye. Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.